You're listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast, and I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima George Ayede. As usual, a recap. In the last episode, we looked at the idea of why personal selling isn't a priority among some people in the wedding industry, because people prefer to do uh, all the online all the online stuff, you know, online marketing, online ads, focusing on building really heavy funnels and moving people through those funnels online and why personal selling isn't a priority among those kind of folks. And the main idea behind why they don't, why they're not interested in personal selling is because they think that personal selling doesn't scale. In a way, that is true because scaling comes from when we uh, fix and um, when we fix the business systems that we have, or for those of us who are pretty much one-man shows and who haven't built any business systems at all, when we build business systems, it is then that we're able to um, scale from a magnitude of one to ten to a hundred to a thousand and so on. However, even though personal selling selling in itself doesn't scale, the insights that we get from the years of personal selling that we do becomes more valuable once we have sorted out our uh, business systems and um, standard operating procedures and things like that that I alluded to uh, in the episode. So in my own opinion, personal selling in itself, no, it won't scale. It won't take it from a magnitude of 1 to 10 to 100 to 1,000. However, you should do more personal selling as the chief X in your business, whether you're the chief photographer, the chief cake maker, the chief wedding planner, whatever it is, do more personal selling as the chief X in your business, especially in these early years, because the insights that you gain from these are going to be invaluable and will help you scale. Because when you have the teams in place, the systems in place, the standard operating procedures in place, you'll have the wealth of knowledge to say this and this and this is what we're going to focus on when we reach out to customers these are the kind of customers we're going to look out for and this is how we're going to sell to them this is what is important to them when we have issues this is how we're going to handle them all this insight and information are stuff that you are going to get when you have spent a lot of time doing personal selling in the early years so that's the recap now today I'd like us to look at the passion economy. The popular idea behind the passion economy is that your passion equals your business. So that area where you find the thing you love is what you're supposed to be, um, is what you're supposed to uh, do as a business. And there are a lot of people who enter into the wedding industry that way. At least folks that I've met in Abuja and while I was based in Lagos, Excuse me. You have a lot of photographers who become wedding photographers because it's my passion. You have a lot of uh, bakers who get into the industry because it's my passion. I've been spending some time recently uh, giving talks about the sales-related aspects in the wedding industry um, for uh, some wedding planners who have wedding planning schools. And that's a lot of thing that I hear from the candidates. They want to be wedding planners because they have a passion for planning things. I planned my sister's wedding. I planned my friend's uh, bridal shower or baby shower or whatever. That's so why they want to get into the industry. 
In my own opinion, I think passion is irrelevant. I think we have to look towards market validation or focus on what it is that you can sell. So your passion is photography. Doesn't necessarily mean you should be a wedding photographer. If wedding photography is something for whatever reason that you cannot sell. The same thing for wedding planning. It might be your passion to plan your friends' bridal showers and your sister's wedding and all of that. But if you're not, if the market doesn't validate that idea, if it's not something that you can sell, then in my own opinion, I don't think you should be engaged in it. And so I think, um, as relates to the wedding space, I think passion is irrelevant. And I also think sometimes the passion discussion is a little misguided because when people talk about passion, they're usually uh, narrowing down on the technique. Now, by technique or technicality, I'm referring to the earlier book that I mentioned in the previous episode of uh, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber and The E-Myth Revisited, where you have a technician who discovers a passion for one thing and believes it should be turned into a business. So all this passion talk is usually focused on the technique. So my photography game is strong. My the, you know, my technique, photo technique is strong. And because I'm passionate about that, I think I should be a wedding photographer. The same thing with the planner. So your planning game is strong. Your technique, your planning technique is strong. And so because of that, you think you should apply to uh, the business. Yeah, you should uh, start the business. However, I think if a better way to look at the whole passion thing is to think about passion in a, uh, in a macro way. Now, this is the example that I like to give. I don't think Dangote wakes up and is passionate about cement. I don't think he loves cement and cement just gets him all warm and fuzzy inside. And I really don't think uh, Otedala is warm and fuzzy about uh, power and infrastructure. And I don't think Dangote is passionate about um, spaghetti or sugar or all the other things. But I think these two gentlemen, and they've been successful um, businessmen for a while now, I, but these two businessmen, you can see that they, uh, they are passionate about the idea of African enterprise, uh, you know, African enterprise, pan-Nigerian, I'm sorry, pan-African business, whatever it is that we want to call it, that seems to be their driving force in setting up the businesses that they do and see how these businesses can move across um, different uh, economies from Nigeria to uh, Ghana or Benin or Togo or wherever it is that they have um, business interests. So their passion in this sense is not, a, is not on a micro level. It's not about technique. It's not about sugar or oil or spaghetti, but it's on a macro idea. And so I think macro ideas about, um, about passion are very useful. So in that sense, if you're coming into the wedding industry because you like the idea of, um, uh, you like the idea of um, resilience, independence, you know, those sorts of things, then you might have... Of course, it has to be supported by uh, the underlying that you need to have an interest in these uh, sorts of things, of course. But so if you come into the wedding industry because you're passionate about the ideas of resilience, independence, um, you know, those sorts of things, then uh, I think it will be more useful over the long term 
to whether you can be successful in this industry or not because there are lots of people who come in with the passion and I'm speaking about this in a first-hand uh, basis because as a photographer I know lots of people who come into photography and they're all jazzed up because it's my passion they have the passion and then you meet them two years later and you know it's like oh boy how far like what happened and it's like ah no I beg distress did this did that and then now they're passionate about export or they're passionate about um, you know some other thing so passion can only take you so uh, so far so yeah that's a summary of what my own personal opinion is passion is irrelevant look towards market validation look towards what it is that you can sell if you're still going to continue about being passionate then don't be passionate on the level of technique it's not about how strong your photography game is or how strong your planning game is you have to be passionate about the macro idea what is the larger idea that fuels you every day that is going to keep you going because when the times are tough that is what is going to keep you in the game now another interesting perspective about the passion economy i've told you what the popular idea is and in my own opinion how we should think about um, passion but then there's a really important and ongoing study that is going on on the passion economy there's a fellow who used to be with the NPR, that's the American, I think it's one of those American radio station syndicates or something, but they have uh, really solid uh, blogs and podcasts and things like that. So one of their former staff members has set up uh, something, This he, he's trying to build an ecosystem around this whole passion economy thing. He has a website, I think it's called the Passion Economy, but just hop on Google and check it out. Uh, it's, it shouldn't be too hard if, to find. So there's the Passion Economy blog, there's the Passion Economy website, and there's the Passion Economy podcast, which I've been listening to because uh, I'm sure, as you can tell, I have very strong opinions about this whole thing of passion and how it relates to business. Now, listening to him, I've been able to find that there is a substantial way of talking about passion as it relates to business, even if you're going to look at it from the micro perspective if you're going to focus on technique so there's a way of thinking about like oh yeah my photography game is strong therefore let me build a business around photography or my planning game is strong so let me build a business around planning and in his podcast he moves through key criteria for what makes passion businesses successful now um, maybe in the future I'll do some in-depth study about it. But for now, I've come across one interesting criteria that we in the wedding industry don't pay attention to. Now, for uh, the fellows at the Passion Economy, that's the blog, the website, and all the other uh, material, um, for passion businesses to succeed, they have to be niche and not mass market. Let me repeat that again. If you're going to go all in on the whole passion thing, my planning game is strong, my photography game is strong, my cake game is strong, or my pyrotechnic game is strong, you have to be looking at the niche market and not a mass, a, sorry, a mass market. So, and that is how it relates. Now that's the connection now, the nexus between uh, them and those of us in the wedding industry. Because we come in with the passion and all the verve and all the energy, and we now throw all that into a mass market and it's not any surprise why a lot of people uh, fall out of it. Now, if, um, well, that's because if you're coming in with, you know, passion, 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 but you're not able to niche down into a, into a micro market that really 
you know, warms you up inside and keeps you nice and gooey, a niche that you understand, then that passion is not going to be enough to continue um, to, to, to push you through with the ups and downs in the, uh, um, in the business um, cycle. So if your passion is weddings, photography, cakes, planning, whatever, how do you niche? And that's something I've been thinking about recently. I've noticed that uh, for now, well, at least in Abuja, there seems to be this thing of um, regional niching. So you have people who are northern photographers, in quote, or northern planners, in quote. Uh, you have some people who niche even more. There's a fantastic lady that I met while she was being trained with, uh, I think it's the IC, is it I, IPC? I can't remember. There's this popular planner in lagos really big who runs trainings around the country and so she was training some people in abuja and that's why i ran into this lady mary josh uh i'm not sure if it's mary josh events but if you if you google or check instagram mary josh that's m-e-r-i-j-o-s-h now she does some really important work in Kogi and the area that I will call home because I'm from Benue State. So she does some really important, uh, some really cool work uh, in that region. If you check her Instagram, you can see how they incorporate uh, local ideas into the uh, the decor and uh, stuff like that. So um, for now, the niches that I'm finding in the wedding industry in Abuja and Lagos seem to be uh, around regional um, ideas but living in abuja i've always been curious if you could niche down by being a guari wedding photographer and focus exclusively on uh guari brides guari couples but anyway that's something that's yet to be seen for the future because uh our industry is still a nascent one it's still a young one in my own opinion and so we'll see what the future has to offer so these are different ideas about thinking about um, uh, passion and how they relate to the wedding industry and I think you should take a board on board as you run your uh, your wedding your wedding practice but the final thing my final uh, the final idea that I would like to sound out especially coming from a religious perspective because I'm uh, Catholic and for those of you who are Catholic or familiar you have Catholic friends or Catholic family members you know that in the Catholic Church, there's the word passion is used differently. So the word uses, when I say uh, the world, I mean everybody else. So everybody else in the world uses passion to mean the thing that you love, the thing that gets you all warm and gooey inside, you know, that thing that just gets you all juicy and really rocks your boat. However, in the Catholic sense, or in the traditional Catholic sense, in the traditional Christian sense, the really old sense of the word, passion wasn't that thing that got you all hot and bothered and got you all happy and got you all feeling loving and gooey. But passion was that thing that you were willing to suffer for, which is the reason why we speak about the passion of Christ, because he was willing to suffer and die for us. So he didn't undergo a passion because it was sweet. And it's the same thing that you can see when you look at the writings of um, Paul. Uh, they don't undergo passion because it's sweet and it's warm and fuzzy and it's beautiful and it's really nice and it jazzes us up. They undergo a passion because it's something that they're willing to suffer for. And in that sense, in the traditional Christian sense, then yes, we should be passionate about our businesses. It is something that we should be willing to suffer for because we are going to be willing over the ups and downs in the business cycle. 
So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. As usual, for those of you who have questions, comments, inquiries, you find something that I've said objectionable, hit me up on email. It's ayede.tave at gmail.com. That is A-Y-E-D-E dot T-A-V-E-R at gmail.com. Phonetically, phonetical alphabet, just so we all get it right. It's A for alpha, Y for Yankee, E for echo, D for delta, E for echo, dot tango alpha victor echo romeo at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.